We welcome in now Nick Costos. You hear him every single night, Monday through Friday, on You Better You Bet, as well as on Sundays before kickoff every Sunday morning uh, from now until week 17, week 18, I guess. Nick, what's going on, man? How you doing tonight? Yeah, not great. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Been, Cincinnati? We've been seeing these tweets. Uh, Zach Taylor, nah, Urban Meyer. The, uh, the play call yeah, is just the, atrocious, huh? Well, I've got the over. Same here. Um, and it's like, I, I don't even like, I, I just, you know, I, I don't know. I, the NFL is my favorite sport. Um, I do a hit every weekend on WIP in Philadelphia on Fridays. And Jack Fritz is the producer of that show for Barks and Reese. And he tweeted me like, are you watching the Yankees? I'm like, oh, I'm a Yankees fan. I love the Yankees. Uh, I love the NFL. Uh, it's my favorite sport. It always has been. I would rather watch Bengals Jaguars than like Alabama versus Ohio State. Like, I mean that seriously. I just love the NFL. I, I'm so sick of watching these terrible head coaches who don't know what the hell they're doing. Like, it is just, it is aggravating to me beyond words to watch Zach Taylor. Like, I don't even understand how this guy's a head coach in the National Football League. I look like a, a country bumpkin picked off the street. Doesn't know what the hell he's doing. The play calling is absolutely brutal. Urban Meyer running shotgun draws with his first overall pick quarterback. What are you doing, dude? Just sneak it on fourth and inches from the goal line. It just rampant stupidity on both sides. Like, I can't even believe this is the National Football League. This is like a Mountain West game right now, and we're watching it. It's the NFL. It's, it's, it's sickening. And, uh, and yeah, and I'm going to lose my over, which is also really aggravating. It's great that Zach Taylor knows Sean McVay. That's all I'll say about that. Yeah, it's uh, just, you know, I don't even like, you know. I, it's just, what, what, do you, what do you say about this? Like, what do you – I don't even know what there is to say other than the guy is brutal. He entered the year 6-25-1. and 25 and one. He sucks. Get him out. Like, enough already. Like, can we see Joe Burrow with a real head coach, please, other than this clown? With the run-run pass down 14 nothing at home in primetime with the crowd booing. Let's run-run pass with our first overall pick at quarterback and the fifth overall pick at wide receiver. Like, you can't make this stuff up. Nick, worst head coach, Matt Nagy or Zach Taylor? And I know you're angry on Zach Taylor, and I know there's some recency bias, but I don't know if you saw Matt Nagy call a game where he just set Justin Fields up for failure this past week. Who, who You got to pick one. Who you I know Sirianni with? needs to be in this conversation as well. Too. Can yeah, we he put sucks too. Yeah, Nagy was pretty damn bad, though. Matt, Matt, Matt Nagy has gone to the playoffs twice. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, Nagy's, Nagy's Bill Walsh compared to Zach Taylor. That's not even close. <laughs> well, that's and disgusting. Nagy's not good. Nagy, Nagy went 12-4 and four one season. Like, I'm not saying he's great. Like, I wouldn't want him coaching my team. But, I mean, he is like, he's Lombardi compared to Zach Taylor. It's not even close. Who gets fired first or who leaves their organization first, Zach Taylor or Urban Meyer? Uh, Whether that's Zach quitting Taylor. or you think it's Zach Taylor. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Taylor, there's 0% chance Zach Taylor's the head coach of the Bengals next year. None. Zero. There's still there's definitely a chance Urban's the coach of the Jaguars. Like, it may, it may, he may leave to go take a college job, but, like, like 0% chance Zach Taylor's the coach of the Bengals, and there's at least a 1% chance that Urban's the coach of the Jaguars. We, right. had, we had a Thursday night football debate that we need you to settle. Uh, I'm looking at this panel right here. And the outfit game is rough. I'm looking at Michael Irvin. Brown suits are always a tough call for me. Brown tie with the brown suit is even worse. What are your thoughts? Oh no, on he's the got fits? a good look. You like oh, it? Oh, I think Ir- I think Irvin's got a great look. Wow. Yeah, brown and blue is brown and blue is outstanding. And it's like in the tie is like a different shade of blue. And he has done the right yeah. thing, by the way, with the pocket square. I think uh, the mistake a lot of men make whether it's on television or elsewhere, is that they will have, like, a pink tie and then, like, a pink pocket square. Like, the pocket square is supposed to capture a hint of some color that you've got in your outfit, not the same exact color as, like, a prominent color that you've got in your suit. So Urban's got, like, an off-colored pocket square, which is exactly right. I think Michael Urban's got a great fit tonight. Nick, I'm very disappointed in you. 
Like you are one of well, the, one of my well, fashion right, brothers, though, and sorry. I and I can't believe that you do. Do you also like Steve Smith's um uh, corsage uh, or I whatever like, on his? No, no, he looks, he's wearing, no, like, he looks he looks ridiculous. No, no way. Steve Smith's outfit's ridiculous. He looks like well, he looks I mean, like he's leading orchestra. Oh, that's Steve well, yeah. Smith. I mean, yeah. I, orchestra is a great call. No, he looks he looks ridiculous. Uh, no, Steve Smith's outfit's terrible, but uh, the Irvin outfit is like objectively good. Like he, he he nailed it. Like brown and blue is a great combo. The off color, the off brown tie with an, with an off like whitish brownish pocket square is perfect. It like, looks that's, it looks like my grandmother's couch while she's doing laundry. So like there's like a pink robe like laid upon. It does the, need the shoulder. like a, like, a it, cleared cover. I feel over like it. brown suits, especially with the plaid, is very outdated for this era of. Um, oh, that's a pinstripe. That's even worse. Nick, I know we're. we're I think it's checkered. That's even, that's even worse. Yeah. I hate it. I hate everything about it. But Nick, but uh, the color is good though. The color is good. I think this the suit is is bad. Nick, um. Yeah, it sounds like you're about to lose money here. There's still a second half to go, so I know you gave out like a thousand props. Number one, how are your props doing? And also, number two, any plays that you have coming up? Um, if people miss you, better you bet with you and uh, Ken uh, coming up tomorrow or this weekend that you're really proud of, and hopefully you make some bread back on that. Well, I had DJ DJ Chark over fifty and a half oh, receiving yards. Gosh. I probably should have bet instead DJ Chark over a half fractured ankle. That probably would have been <laughs> a better bet for me. The good Christian uh, McCaffrey, because, yeah, we that, call that. That's what we call that one. That one would have hit I mean, immediately. Uh, no, actually, the props are looking really good right now. I already we cashed the Trevor Lawrence over rushing yards already. Trevor Lawrence anytime yep. touchdown plus four twenty. Absolutely love that. Tyler Boyd's a half yard away from catching and cashing the receiving yards. And like you would think, I mean, that the Bengals are going to go out throwing in the second half. But with this idiot as the head coach, I mean, they might just come out and running the rest of the game down fourteen nothing. So uh, yeah, so the, I think the props here are pretty good um, for the weekend. Like I, Pet Rivers hasn't put the numbers out yet. Like I, I do that work tomorrow morning. So I mean I I don't know if I have any like like concrete stuff to give you right now. I mean I have like overall like thoughts of like players that I think are going to do well, but I don't have any concrete numbers. So I can give those out tomorrow on the show. What's the uh, what's the second half line right now in this game? I haven't looked yet in the total. Second half line right now at BetMGM. We've seven and got a half. Seven and a half in the total. The second 22 half. And 22 and a half. Game 22. totals down all the way to thirty-seven and a half. Yeah, I would. I, I honestly like. I I think Cincinnati's scoring like at least fourteen points in this half, at yeah. least. And then it's like, what do you think Jacksonville's going to be able to do? Like Cincinnati's going to score here. Like their players are too good, even if the coach is dumb, and they're going to have to start throwing here. Um, I'd be slightly interested in that second half over. And then you said Bengals minus seven and a half. Like I I have no interest in that with the way Jacksonville's running the ball. Like that I can't do. But the total is something that I do have interest in. I think at that over twenty four and a half. What do you think about the third quarter spread? Cincinnati Bengals minus two and a half. Uh, Bengals get the ball first, right, to start the quarter. Yes. Um, I, I I feel like if we could like assume like rational coaching, then like I would like be interested in Cincinnati. But I mean, they could come out run run pass like literally yeah. to start the fed. No one no one would be surprised. Then you give the ball back to Jacksonville, and they've got all the momentum in the game. So uh, I can't make that bet because I don't trust like the head that the head coach has a functioning brain. Nick, one game I wanted to get your thoughts on here really quickly. Uh, coming up on Sunday, the New York football Giants. Uh, they opened up five-point dogs, now sitting there at seven and a half on the road taking on the Saints. Your thoughts on that game, uh, the Giants with any chance of covering? Yeah, the only thing that I that I know better than than men's fashion, which is like, you know, I, ought to, I, I, I may be the greatest person at this in the entire world, might be the New York football Giants. I feel like I'm literally never wrong about this team, like with the moves that they make. Their, their play on the field, 3-0 and so far, betting this team this season against the spread. Uh, I, I actually think that they could win on Sunday. Um, I think the game's going to be close in the fourth quarter. Love the Giants. This was like the first bet that I put in earlier this week. It's just like the spread can never be above a touchdown. Like, you want to tell me New Orleans minus 6.5? Like, cool, like, understand. Giants plus 7.5 is just a really easy bet. Um, we wanted, I want to see what this injury report looks like tomorrow. 
I have a sinking feeling that Kadarius Tony is going to be more involved, especially if there's going to be no Sterling Shepard in this mm-hmm. game. Because, you know, we saw what the Patriots did last week. Like, you're going to have to avoid the boundary corners for New Orleans with Lattimore there. So I don't think Kenny Galladay is going to be able to get off and have a good game. They're going to have to attack underneath. And I think the guy to do that, honestly, uh, if they have a brain, which they may not, would be Kadarius Tony, the first round pick. You know, they, I know a novel concept would be to use the guy you drafted in the first round. We'll see if they actually do it here. But uh, one way or another, I do think the Giants are going to cover, and I do think that they're going to be in it uh, in the fourth quarter. Another game where we've seen some line movement, obviously, Sunday night. The uh, big one, Tampa Bay. Tom Brady going against Belichick, his return back to New England. And uh, Tampa Bay now seven-point favorites. Have you heard of anybody that's playing New England this week, even as seven-point home dogs? Yeah, I'll play New England, but I want to get seven and a half, and then I'm in on the Patriots here. And I I like the over also. Um, The quick reason why, Tampa secondary has been brutal this year. Um, even the second game against Atlanta, you know, the margin of victory made better by the fact that Matt Ryan throws two pick sixes in the fourth quarter. But uh, I think, you know, Tampa secondary is bad right now. I'm not saying they can't improve over the course of the year. We'll see what Richard Sherman brings them. But one thing that we know that Bill's going to do with the Patriots, they're, they're going to come out and they're going to tailor their offensive game plan based on the weakness of the opposition, right? So this is not a game where they're going to line up in the I formation and pound at Damian Harris 20 times. You can't run on Tampa. I think they're going to spread it out. I think they're going to run three uh, three receiver sets with one tight end as opposed to just uh, Henry and John U. Smith on the field. It'll be Myers, Aguilar, and Bourne. And I think we're going to see Mac Jones throw it 40 to 50 times in this game. I think the Patriots can get to 23, 24 points. I think the Bucks are going to win. You know, Tampa's offense is matchup proof. Antonio Brown's going to be back. They can score on anybody. It's like people say, oh, well, Bill's going to take away what you do best. It's like, okay. Great, so you take away Mike Evans. Great, here's Chris Godwin and uh, and Antonio Brown to kill you. Like, you can't do that with Tampa. So I think they're screwed in terms of giving up points, but I also think they can score. So I like the over, and at 7.5, I like the Patriots. All right, Nick, thank you so much, my brother. You better you bet every single week here on the BetQL Network. Thank you, my man. Um, Thanks, hey, we're gonna We're going to sweat this out together in the second half. Uh, the props are our best friends in this one. I stayed away from the side in the total because uh, I didn't want to have to – freak out on air but hey ryan's feeling good so thanks for joining us and we'll talk if, to you soon if you want a great follow right now follow nick yeah it's he an automatic follow on one right now automatic follow yeah, yeah i'm just it's just i should have 24 points right now at least right now with this toe and i have 14 and it's yeah. just really frustrating his beard grows longer with the uh the worst uh play calling fastest the worst growing play calling beard from on Zach television Taylor. this guy's gonna have a full beard by the time this game hits the fourth quarter. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shave it tomorrow. I'm rocking the clean-shaven look right now. So, oh. so yeah, that's, that, that's the look right now for the fall, yeah. Did Trista b- bully you into the shave? I did not. Nah, t- t- no, no one can bully me into doing no, any. I'm way too vain to be bullied with my physical appearance. So <laughs> that, that that will never happen. I, but, uh, so, yeah, the hair's growing long. and Yeah, the hair's growing long right now, which is great. And, uh, and the beard is short. And uh, I got a tattoo consultation on Saturday. So, oh, like, yeah, no. bang, great. bang. Oh, yeah. Are you back in the city? Bang, bang. Um, I actually went to Bang Bang two years ago for a tattoo consultation, and then I never got one. Um, and I got recommended to one locally by where I live here in Staten Island. So I'm going there, but I may go into Bang Bang at some point if this consultation does not go well. So, we'll, but I, ha- I have been there a couple times. Yeah. My All dog. Right. See you, All Nick. Right.